We're on. Okay. This is your show. <laughs> or am I hosting your show? <laughs> um, okay, so today, tonight, we're just going to do a little bit of an intro to what's going to be going on the next six months. So let's yeah. get to it. Let's get to it. Okay, so what are you doing? What's the next six months for you look like? So I heard this. Well, it's the beginning of November, right? Yes. And we're still in the pandemic. So what's happening the next <laughs> six months? So the next six months, I decided to join this program. I hired a life coach to help me get off sugar. Is that um, the only reason? Uh, no. And yes. <laughs> sugar is a recurring thing for us. <laughs> Yeah, so basically I am I hired a life coach because I have tried to stop using food as my buffer to life, as my buffer to not dealing with my emotions. And so I decided I've tried things, I've tried diets, exercise, um mind and thought work and I really haven't been able to do it by myself. I've gotten to a point where do, I do what by yourself? Um to stop using food as a buffer to my emotions and my thoughts. And exercise and, and meditating hasn't helped with that is what you're saying. Um exercise meditation thought work uh focusing on what i'm eating basically anything that there has ever been related to food and exercise i've probably tried and i haven't been successful at it at least in my eyes i haven't been successful in it because i still reach for food and sweets when i get very stressed a lot of anxiety there's a lot going on or i just don't want to be bored there's a lot of things, but that's that's the main gist of it. So. Okay. so that's why you have hired a life coach. Yeah, like I expect, and her program, she expects also that I'm going to be able to be comfortable around food and that I Like can, as the end goal? As the end goal, mm -hmm. yeah. So basically my goal and her goal for me um, are aligned and that's kind of why I chose her is that I won't be reaching for food every single time I am not feeling like good inside when you say your goals are aligned is that because different coaches do different things or yeah um yeah I guess I just I felt connected to her when I read her website i really feel like she does the same like similar similar things that i want i guess okay this isn't your first life coach though either um kind of uh tell us about that yeah oops um i just wanted to talk about uh <laughs> this program you don't want to talk about that this is the second time <laughs> i think we paid enough money to find out what the, to hear about the first time <laughs> um okay so i about what six months ago i joined another program it wasn't one-on-one -on -one coaching though it was more like <clears throat> here's all of the most amazing life coach modules and videos and 
given all the materials for you to succeed. And if you have enough motivation and commitment, you could probably get and accomplish your goals. What was the biggest problem with that, though? Because <clears throat> I, I mean, I could just say it, but I, I, what was you were always getting a different coach every week when you did a call, right? Like your personal coaching was a different person every week. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was it was frustrating because I felt like every single time I would get on a coaching calls with a different coach. And that was what her program offered. You know, you can sign up every week for 20 minutes to talk to a coach, but it was somebody different every time. And you kind of, you felt disconnected in a way because it's just a stranger that you're supposed to just like divulge everything to in a, in a 20 minute conversation. I feel like you'd have to take the 20 minutes just to get caught up, you know, talking at light speed to get. Yeah, and it's a different topic every time. It's not. um, If you hire a personal life coach, they pretty much niche down to their specialty, and that's how you find them. Yeah. Um, There's weight loss. That's why you picked this one. That's why I picked this one. Mm -hmm. There's like weight loss coaches. There's coaches that deal with divorce or anxiety or, you know. Business. Small businesses. But this one was like emotional like working with food and emotions. That was like yeah. the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her thing isn't focused on food. It's more focused on uh, dealing with emotions that come up or just that come up and figuring out who you are uh, through this process of like all these emotions and thoughts that are coming up. So, so you've signed up for her six month program. What does it look like? Like you, you today was like the first day. Like yeah. yeah. So what was the, what was the first, what did it look like today? Yeah. So today was orientation. Yeah. And um, I'll admit it was a little overwhelming. Like the first day of school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they give you the whole enchilada. So uh, the first thing I'll go over is the daily log. Okay. So the daily log has every single day in there for the next six months Mm -hmm. and so it's the date your weight um places for you to put each meal breakfast lunch and dinner and when do you put that like the whole week ahead of time so then yeah so you do it the night before okay so every night you you put that in okay Mm -hmm. and you are supposed to stick to whatever you chose the night before all the things that you put on that next day, you're supposed to stick with. And if you um, go astray from that or decide to eat something different, even if it's healthy, it has to be the exact thing that you wrote down. And if you follow through with that 100%, then there's this little box that you check off that's like, did you do it? Mm-hmm. And so, you say yes or no. So you have to write it all down the night before. And if you don't, you technically, if you don't write it down, you can't eat it or you, or you don't complete, you know, you're not being, you know, faithful to what your plan is what it is. Yeah. So the whole point behind it is, well, you're creating trust with yourself because you um, are using basically the smart part of your brain to plan ahead and say, this is what I'm going to eat because I know it's healthy. I know it's good for me. Um, you're preparing ahead of time. You're creating that trust with yourself. And then once you fall through, that bond is a lot closer for you. The idea is that you're when you're motivated at night to do the next day well, mm-hmm. you plan that. And then when you're weak the next day, when you when you want to break it, you have to either stick to 
the original plan, the stuff you did with a good, clear brain, clear yes. mind versus your impulsive self. You're trying to beat your impulsive side, which is yeah. eat this thing because it's here right and now. it's good. Yeah. yeah, but you didn't plan for it. So right. what happens if somebody brings over cookies like, and you didn't plan for it, they didn't write it down? What are, what's like, but you really want that cookie. How are you going to deal with that? Yeah, so if there is something that you really want, then you have to plan for it ahead of time. So during the week, we get one joy eat. So it's either a joy item for dinner or mm-hmm. a joy um, dessert that you can eat, but it's just one per week. So mm-hmm. if there's something specific that you're really wanting, then you need to plan at least 24 hours ahead of time to eat it. So if somebody brings over cookies and you want them, you have to write it down for the next day at least. Like at least yeah, wait at least the day before. Your nightly planning, you'll plan for it the next day. Yeah. And then you can have it. But then you also can't have anything else that week that's you so what are the so she's a weight a weight loss but more health conscious. Yeah, coach. so you're kind of discovering more about yourself. It's really self awareness because um, as you're writing down things, maybe you didn't put enough for lunch. Yeah, what happens when you don't, what happens when you don't write down enough? That's yeah, yeah. So if you're still hungry after lunch and you've eaten everything that you wrote down and you want to stick to your goals, um, you just know for the next day to eat more. So you have to tough it out. You have to tough it out. Yeah. Gotcha. And just you start to learn more about yourself. Okay, I'm more hungry at this time of the day or during this meal, so I'm going to do a little bit more. And so you just start to learn more and more about yourself as you go through the weeks and plan your meals. And we talked a little bit earlier about this before the podcast, but you basically said that each day that you check yes, mm-hmm. you know, you're working towards trying to get 100% of those, you know, seven days a week, you're putting yes, that you followed that mm-hmm. uh, meal plan that you set the night before. Mm-hmm. And then what you're going to do is take if I'm not mistaken, you were going to take all those yes and no's and try to make a percentage for the week. And that's how committed you are to your plans. Like if you get six out of seven, that's the percentage of how committed you are to the program or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, by the end of the week, you count up your yeses and your no's, and then it gives you, I don't know how she does it, but she gives you basically a percentage of Mm -hmm. how committed you are. So if you got all seven days, of the plan that you did and you follow through, you're 100% committed. Mm-hmm. But if there are certain times or meals that you didn't follow through, that whole day is, no, I didn't follow through. So your percentage goes down. So it's showing you how committed you are, that those choices that you made is showing you how much you are committed. So it's all about you. It's not about the plan. It's not about the food. It's all about the trust and commitment that you have with yourself. It's also taking all the emotion out of it. It's either black and white. Did you keep your promise or did you not? Because the food and emotions and all those things and calories, it's all it can feel so gray. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. It can just feel really hard to put into black and white. But she's done that. She basically said, you did it, mm-hmm. what you said you were going to do, or you didn't. Yeah. Now, what is there like a rough outline of what she wants you, how she wants you to eat? You know, because there's a billion different ways you can eat. Right. What's her? Yeah. Look so like? she follows uh, a lot what Brooke Castillo does. She was my original life coach, and she's kind of the big head honcho of 
uh, life coaches. Yeah, I think she's the biggest. She's very say. big, yes. And she has her own life coach school and everything. Mm-hmm. But this one that you've got. so This one that I have, um, I haven't gone through the first modules, but from what I have seen so far, it looks like it's going to be each meal is based off of something super simple, which I love. It's not like, don't eat this, don't eat that. You can't eat this, you know, yeah. off of every single food. It's basically mm-hmm. have a protein, have a vegetable, and then have healthy fats. And that's, okay. you pick anything of any of those things and you can have them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it's up to you to figure out the recipes for that. She didn't give you any kind of cookbook or anything. You're going to have to go no. Pinterest that for yeah. hours. It's, and it's kind of up to you, like what works for your family? What, gotcha. what kind of foods you eat? Cause a lot of times you'll get those recipes from all these weight loss people. And they're like, eat shrimp and bok choy. You're like, I don't eat that. I hate shrimp. I well, hate bok choy. And I love how Pinterest <laughs> will say keto, keto, uh, low carb and all these things. And you look at the recipe and if you know anything about those diets, you know that it's not, you know, they just slap yeah. the name on it. Yeah. So you have to do a lot of work to get those. Um, but basically she's making you wait for your joy meal or treat to have any kind of refined sugar or fruit even or carbs. Yeah. So pretty much it's no flour, no dairy, no sugar, no carbs. Yeah. No dairy. That's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of good because you're not like over freaking excited for each meal. It's like, okay, we're just going down to the basics. Learn how to season it really well so you can enjoy it. It kind of takes of the indulgence. Smothering it with like cheese and everything, you know. Taking the indulgence out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's focused on just sticking with what you planned. Easy. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why everyone does it. that's why everyone plans all their meals right <laughs> that's why everybody's tip top shape <laughs> yeah that's why we're even talking about this <laughs> yeah um what are you the most excited for and what are you the most worried for um i am excited because i okay so i pay a lot of money for this and it's a very good motivator to stick with it yeah because um, you're not just going and looking up self-help stuff online you've you've paid some money for this and there's actually people um that are following up with you and making sure you're doing everything and emailing you and um coach calling you like all that stuff they know your name they know you're in their program you know you're just you're not just this nobody under the radar where you can just like slip by you've paid people to hunt you down and make you so i'm glad yeah so i'm glad about that because i have kind of uh, Say it. <laughs> <laughs> recently i thought i could do it myself uh losing the weight and getting away from the addiction to food that i have and i had tried so many times and i failed so many times and for some reason the last time i failed with this whole thing i lost it i went it almost like a binge went real far down deep into a dark place where I didn't care about what I ate. I didn't care um, how it was affecting me. I was I enjoyed being miserable a little bit because I I wanted to punish myself in some way. I know it's really weird, but I wanted to 
make myself feel pain because of because I didn't stick through it. But it was almost kind of a way that I buffered to deal didn't with failing. Good. I think part of it was because I didn't have a coach that was falling up every time is really up to me. Yeah. And I would reach to a point as far as I could get and I would just break. You I would like- plateau and stick with like that same weight and then like I would just feel so much pressure and just like whenever you're about to hit your lowest weight and I've seen it with myself and with a lot of different people whenever you get to that like where your body is comfortable if you get to the very bottom of that and you're about to go into and you know break that plateau Mm -hmm. it freaks out it tries to hold on to the fat it tries to give you every craving you've ever felt you'll start craving carby things that you don't even really like but you'll it's it'll sound good yeah well and also you you get to that point and you've never gotten that low before. And so you feel, you, you feel a heavy weight on you. Like almost you start doubting yourself. You're like, wait, I can't, I've never gotten this far. Like, I don't know if I can handle this. Uncharted territory. Yeah, it is. And it's like, you almost stop trusting yourself. You stop believing in yourself, but really you're like, I can do this. But really deep down your body's like, no, you can't, no, you can't. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is your body is trying to kicking those survival mechanisms of, you know, we need to store this fat. We need to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is 100% working against you at that point. Yeah. You were fighting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's rough. It's a rough what, time. So that, that pretty much, I got, so I had done it so many times over and over, started, started, failed, 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 uh, failed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't continue. I didn't get to my goal weight. I would, and then what was what was the nail in the coffin? What, yeah. One day I some friends. Yeah. What did, the, what did your friends? Yeah. So say? some some girls that I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of the 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 what do you call it? The hair that broke the camel's the, back. The straw that broke the camel's the back. Straw. Or the last nail in the coffin yes. for the first round of you know you really putting forth your effort and yes. doing life coaching. What yeah. ended it? So for me, and when you get off sugar. And you're eating healthy and you're doing well and all that stuff. Um, you have so many thoughts and so many emotions are so much louder and clearer and feels more intense because you're not using food as a buffer. And so back. everything comes up. And so everything that anybody says or does or anything, you actually have to think about it and deal with it and all that. And so I continue to deal with that, you know, with family and everybody knows starting a diet, you're like, oh, I can't have that. Or you go to restaurants, all that stuff. And you feel weird and you feel like you're making other people feel weird. Yes. And it probably isn't, but you still feel that way. You and know? then they try and ask you a bazillion questions about, oh, what are you doing? And then you have to like and show then, up. And, and then you feel pressure and then it feels yes. weird when you don't do it a week later. And they're like, what about that? You're like, shh, shh, don't yeah. I know, right? And so you don't want to talk about it because you're like, well, maybe I won't lose any weight off of this. But anyway, so yeah, it was kind of, you know, a a normal thing that happened. Lots of things were happening. And one day, as I was talking with some ladies, they had mentioned that they like me better on sugar. I was, I was happier and better and basically more you're, fun. You're a better person to be around on yeah, sugar. I'm basically better um, when I'm on and, sugar and I need sugar. And to this be was happy. this was three weeks you had been off sugar, which the first week and a half is brutal. Yeah, which is 
so rough. yeah and so after i went home that day it was just one meal and treat after another after another after another and eventually i just three months gave later. it up yeah i just <laughs> gave it up and um and my lady friends were like oh i'm so glad you're back on sugar you're so much happier and oh man that just killed me man that really hurt especially since you want to be the best friend you can be yeah you want to be a good person and when people tell you yeah no this is good it's a normal response but at the same time it wasn't helpful to you but that's what life is though i mean we're always going to fail there's nothing that we're going to do that's ever going to be perfect yeah and that's i think the hardest thing and there's a lot of people that deal with a lot of different things but yeah for me it's that failure and that like anxiety that's coming around trying again because i might fail even though i know i will and it's hard to deal with i almost felt like i was walking through the mud with you because today was day one and you were saying come on let's do this let's do that let's prepare mm -hmm. let's do all these things let's make sure we get your weight and your measurements and prepare the meals for the week and all that stuff and literally if you weren't there to get me to do it i don't know if i would have which is really sad because i paid a lot of money for this and it's like my entire being is just resisting so hard yeah well i know that usually the first step is the very hardest that's not that's not some weird old cliche that's real the first <laughs> the first step is always the hardest yeah for the most part yeah. was i a brat the entire time yes was I rude? Yes. <laughs> That's the thing is, I I think almost all the good things in life suck. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that, um, like Joe Rogan talked about how he works out almost every day mm -hmm. and he only wants to go five out of ten times. And you think that somebody that works out all the time and Instagrams about it and talks about it all the time, you think that they love it and want to do it every time. But when it's hard stuff like that, eating right, exercising, being kind to yourself, whatever it is, all those hard things, it takes work and effort. Even when you're up to date and consistent. Even if you're doing it all the time. It's still tough. Yeah. It, and that's the thing is, if it wasn't, it wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do it too, is because it creates diligence and commitment which is all the things that I feel like I lack in that area. And so it's just a way to keep me tugging along and going. Like there is somebody there saying, keep going. You have to complete this. Here's your homework. Did you finish that? Okay, so the final goal that I want to reach is I want to be able to, anytime there is food involved, any holiday, any time that, there's food. I'm not, I don't want to be anxious and nervous and worried and my brain exploding because I can't trust myself with just having one piece of cake or one, you know, cookie or whatever, whatever is healthy. I'm not constantly just binging and eating and all that stuff just because I enjoy sweets, you know? And that's kind of the ultimate goal. I want to stop stressing and worrying about food all the time and feeling guilty after eating something and feeling, you know, just all those horrible emotions that everybody, I feel like everybody gets a little taste of. Whether you eat good 
and whether you eat bad. I want to stop all this drama in my head around food. Gotcha. I want to kick it. I think that's it for this week. Cool. Thanks for listening. Bye.